like 99% of the people in the world, we are brainwashed that sugar is okay, sugar can be eaten as part of the dietary guidelines. However, we should think twice. Hi, my name is Dr. Josephine Grace Rojo, also known as your Diet Doctora. I have written books mainly focusing on health and wellness. So this coming June, we are going to conduct an LCF Masterclass, a low-carb and fasting masterclass. But this time, it will be different because we will tackle 12 kinds of the most common lifestyle diseases na pwedeng-pwede po nating mai-improve using only natural remedies and of course, the knowledge on nutrition and incorporation of fasting. So ano po ang i-expect natin sa 21 Days LCF Masterclass? So each disease ay magkakaroon po ng kanyang sariling private group sa Facebook. At kapag naka-enroll na at naetapos ang registration process ng isang participant, siya po ay magiging member ng isang exclusive group and at the same time exclusive community na ito. For the next 21 days, magkakaroon ng available na 20 to 25 minutes of video na merong learning. At meron din itong kasabay na habit-forming activities and exercises. So that pagkatapos po sa 21 days ng bawat sakit ay hindi lang po magiging equipped sa knowledge yung participant when it comes to disease prevention, kung paano posibleng pigilan, kung paano ito pwedeng maiwasan, and lastly, kung paano ito pwedeng maiavoid. So our first disease is actually on diabetes. So yung diabetes po ay yung pagtaas ng blood sugar ng abnormal na level sa tao at ito po ay nagkakaroon ng maraming komplikasyon tulad ng sakit sa kidneys, sakit sa puso, pagtaas ng kolesterol. Diabetes is basically destroying all aspect, all organs of the human body. And with this 21-day masterclass, we aim to provide you with the knowledge, yung kaalaman, at of course, the practice and also the confidence na pwede pong simulan ang ating lifestyle change ng safe and natural for us to attain good health. And remember, our ultimate goal ay hindi lang po basta optimum health, but also longevity. Ang longevity po ay maa-attain na kahit sa katandaan o advanced age, we still have the energy. Meron pa rin tayong stamina at lakas tulad ng kabataan. So I hope to see you in our upcoming masterclass. And if you wish to know more, meron na pong details sa video na ito. And I hope that you will be a part of this community na hindi na po matatapos in the coming 21 days. But it is going to be a long-term support group para po sa mga sakit na ito. See you! Hello everybody! Good afternoon everyone! I hope you are there watching and... Even if they are not into low carb, they are in keto. Okay, so as fast mimicking diet, para siya fasting, kapit keto ka, kahit 
So we need vitamins and mineral supplements so that hindi po tayo magkaroon ng deficiencies dito. Kasi kapag nagkaroon tayo ng deficiencies dito, we will actually encounter problems that are somewhat similar or parang nagbimimik siya sa nga merong tinatawag nating malnourishment or undernourishment. So, ayaw po natin yon. Okay, so before we start, I would like to say hi, of course, sa mga nandito always present. We have Grace Steadfast, Coach Den Bunying, we have Rodjen, Marilyn, Mary Chris, Claravic, Philip, Rufina, Juvian, and of course, no, from Italy, always present yan, Rosemary Villa, Elizabeth, and Evelyn. Good evening to each and everybody. So, number one, we can de define first what is low-carb nutrition or yung mga nagkikitogenic diet at yung iba naman na nag-go-go uh, go into intermittent fasting plus low-carb. Bakit nagkakaroon ng deficiency in the first place na hindi nangyayari noon when they are still into high-carb diet, okay? So, number one, we have to understand na kapag po nag-go tayo into low-carb nutrition and then intermittent fasting, yung insulin natin bumababa. And that is actually our goal, to lower our insulin to baseline level. At the same time, we want to burn our extra energy, our extra fats, our extra glycogen, our extra everything sa katawan natin na nag-pile up na over the years, okay? And that will happen the moment you go into low-carb nutrition. However, there is a catch. Nagkakaroon po ng samot ng side effect. It's because with insulin, there's also reserved glycogen. Yung glycogen po, ito po yung storage form ng carbohydrates sa ating katawan. Kapag, for example, kumain tayo ng kanin, maaabsorb yan sa ating katawan, it will be digested, and it will be formed into glucose. Kapag yung glucose na po iyon, So it will depend which cells it will kung pupunta siya ating taba, so it will become more of the fat cells. It will produce more fats sa fat cells natin. It can even go grow muscles kapag tayo naman ay very physically active, like sa mga bodybuilders and all that. But kapag tayo ay sedentary, walang masyadong ginagawa, mas malaki po ang chance na yung mga extra glucose and calories na kinain natin will just be stuck in our liver in the form of glycogen. So ito po yung storage form ng glycogen. Meron tayong about 2,000 kilocalories na reserva na glycogen sa ating chan. And yung glycogen na yun, pwede rin yan na, na meron din tayong muscle glycogen. And this muscle glycogen, ito po ay hindi lang basta reserva sa ating mga energy no through the form of glucose but this also hangs on to water nagaabsorb din siya ng water 
And hindi lang po water, also electrolytes like sodium, potassium, and to some extent, magnesium. Okay? So, yung yung nangyayari, kapag naglo-low-carb na po tayo, maybe after uh, two weeks no of strictly doing low-carb and intermittent fasting, first two weeks, the person usually feels so good, feels so light. However, after two weeks, dito na po nakakaramdam ng panghihina, minsan yung mga pinupulikat, muscle cramps, they have persistent headache. Sometimes the headache is as uh, fast as one to three days pa lang into low carb. Nandun na yung headache natin. And those are all signs of electrolyte imbalance. So, bakit ito nangyayari? So, actually, nangyayari ito because the moment we lower down our insulin, our body now starts to use up. It uh, nagsisimula na po siyang gamitin yung mga stored glycogen natin. So sa paggamit niya ng stored glycogen na yon, nawawala na rin po yung parang sponge na naghuhold sa ating water and electrolytes sa ating system. So that's why during the first phase of our journey to low carb no or for those who are already into long term low carb, yung matagal nang naglo-low carb pero Minsan, nagkakaroon ng vacation and then nag na pumupunta sa regular diet or high carb. And then, they will usually notice na kapag bumalik sila sa low carb, during the first few days, they lost extra water. So, yung pinaka-drastic na weight loss usually na, na nangyayari during the first few days. And it's because of water loss. And yung water loss na po yun, yun ay dahil din sa pagkaroon ng mababa na nating insulin. And it's actually a good thing. It is a good thing if you know how to supplement the right way, okay? So when we say supplement, yung yun yung parang conscious talaga na idadagdag mo sa iyong kinakain. Hindi lang yung basta-basta nga kung ano lang nandiyan, yun lang yung kakainin mo. It's because if we are not conscious enough to add these needed electrolytes, we will have risk of electrolyte imbalance. So, pinakauna pong nawawala is actually sodium, okay? So, yung asin sa ating katawan, asin or salt is made of sodium chloride, okay? So, yung importante lang, you take enough salt, okay? Why do we need enough salt? Kasi po, yung salt is made of sodium chloride and sodium is actually the number one most abundant electrolyte in our extracellular space. So, medyo mahaba, no? Pero, Kung i-divide po natin yung compartment natin sa katawan, generally, merong intracellular sa loob ng cells, merong extracellular sa loob ng, sa labas ng cells, okay? At yung extracellular naman, mahahati pa ito into extravascular sa labas ng ugat and intravascular sa, lab, sa loob ng ugat, okay? So, sodium is generally the most abundant electrolyte sa extracellular space. So, sa labas ng ating ating cells. Okay? So, dapat maintained yan. So, kapag nagpapakuha tayo ng dugo, magpapakuha tayo ng electrolytes, madali lang itong actually nakikita. Okay? You can see it. You can see it go up or go down. So, yung pinaka uh, symptoms ng pagbaba ng sodium sa katawan would be headache. So, sumasakit yung ulo. Okay? Minsan nahihilo. Okay, minsan nanghihina. So those are just uh, signs of, of uh, sodium deficit. Okay, yung isa then would be thirst, uhaw. And for those who are doing low carb no and fasting, sometimes it can manifest as hunger. Sobrang gutom. Pero yung totoo, if you are aware of this, no, that's why we always suggest to do a salt fix. So ano yung salt fix? 
So, kuha ka lang pinch of salt. Like, so, for example, this one. So, usually, yung favorite kong salt fix would be the granules. Okay? So, eto, tatlong klase, no? So, we have the powdered pink form. We also have the rock salt. And merong granules, yung matiga. So, kapag ganyan, kumukuha lang ko ng isa. And then, I can just put it in my mouth parang candy. Okay? Pero, eto ay maalat. So, what is good about the salt fix, no? Or what we consider as as the salt fix for electrolyte imbalance is hindi lang po electrolyte imbalance yung na-address niya. It is actually also addressing the cravings na minsan nakukita natin with our food intake. Sometimes akala natin na yung kailangan natin is, is food, is sweets, especially carbohydrates. But actually when you just do the salt fix, no, parang magic. In just five minutes, nawawala yung cravings mo. And that only goes to show that your body is actually not needing salt. Uh, not needing, sorry, not needing glucose or sugar. Because glucose, again, always nothing in-emphasize yan, is not essential. Meaning, if ever your body is in need of glucose for an average person, yung hindi malnourish ha, hindi actually kailangan kumain ng extra carbohydrates because our liver, through the process of gluconeogenesis, kayang-kayang gumawa ng kanyang sariling glucose para masustain yung normal level of blood glucose natin, which is 70 to 100. Okay? I know that sounds small, especially yung mga naka, ano, no, yung sanay na sanay na mataas yung kanilang glucose level. Actually, yun talaga yung normal blood glucose ng tao. Kung pagkatapos kumain, it can go as high as 120. Pero hindi ito kailangan lumagpas. I understand na maraming guidelines na nagsasabi na hanggang 180 is okay. But actually, 180, if we base it in this glucose uh, monitoring, no? So 180 actually is already nasa Ano na yan? It's already borderline at malapit na ka na actually sa sobrang taas na na level. So what we want is to stay in the in the blue line. At yung blue line na yan, we can even go into from 72 to just half of the blue line. So nasa 100 or 108 up to 120. But hindi po talaga kailangan ganun kataas. Okay? So salt. It is so important kasi... Kapag po adequate yung salt nyo, you are actually also saving potassium from getting out. Diba? Remember, intracellular, outer cellular, okay? Na space. So sa outer cellular, nandito yung sodium. Okay? So dapat balance yung electrical charge. Ang katawan po natin is electrically powered. So per cells, meron yung electricity. So yung nagbabalance po, dapat balance yung sodium at balance yung potassium na nasa loob din ng ating cells, okay? Kapag sobrang baba, bumagsak yung sodium mo, your body will actually tend to excrete, if ilalabas ng cells yung so, yung potassium na nasa loob just to balance out the electrical charge, okay? And when that happens, you actually you actually lead to having potassium deficit or hypokalemia. So, kapag nagkaroon po ng hypokalemia o mababang potassium, that becomes a bigger problem. Kasi kapag mababa po yung potassium natin, it can easily manifest as uh, palpitations, minsan blood pressure changes, nagsaspike, pataas o pababa yung ating, yung ating potassium. At yon ay nagkakakos ng unstable blood pressure Minsan, it can be manifesting as cramps, pamumulikat.
okay? Yung parating, yung sabi natin parang naglalambot, yung sobrang hina, yung kamay, paa, kahit hindi naman nagtrabaho, kahit hindi naman nag-exercise. So those are actually signs of uh, potassium deficit. So potassium is uh, our... Uh, our electrical or chemical symbol for, for that is letter K, okay? And for sodium naman is Na, okay? So, importante na mabalance sila, okay? If ever na nagsimula na kayo for so long and you've been taking more sodium, so sometimes it's enough to lock in, parang nalalak na per-preserve yung potassium natin. But if you already experience... Uh, pamumulikat, muscle weakness, no? muscle, uh, muscle pain, and sometimes even uh, low bowel movement, low bowel activity, yung hindi ka makautot or nahihirapan kang makapagbawas because that is actually indication na yung chan natin, yung gastrointestinal system mo, ay nakulangan na rin ng potassium. That's why nagkaroon kayo ng patawag nating uh, hypokalimic gastroparesis, okay? Or paristisya, or panghihina ng movement ng inyong bowels, ng inyong large intestines, at lahat ng uh, stomach, sa stomach natin. It's because is sobrang baba yung potassium. So when you already have that indication, Supplementing with salt is already not enough. Okay? So, kailangan na talagang mag-supplement ng, ng potassium. And actually, it is now safer. No? We, we understand that we, for our books, no? for those who have read the books, we really emphasized on just uh, supplementing with salt. But now, we have seen that if you are, if you are physically active, at, uh, for those who are quite sensitive sa salt, kasi po merong ibang tao, na medyo sensitive sa salt. So, uh, kapag nasusobrahan yung asin nila, tumataas talaga yung kanilang blood pressure. But hindi lahat. Okay? Actually, konti lang naman. Meron ding iba, sensitive to salt, that they tend to accumulate water or parang nagkakaroon ito ng water retention. So, nagkakaroon ng excess water sa kanilang katawan. That also leads to weight gain. Okay? Although superficial weight gain lang. So, for those naman, we are actually advising to supplement with sodium and potassium in a 3 is to 1 ratio. Okay? So, ano yung 3 is to 1? 3 is to 1, 3 parts potassium into 1 part sodium. In general, pwedeng-pwede po na yung potassium natin minimum, magkaiba po yung mga RDA usually, but roughly minimum kailangan natin ng 3,500 milligrams ng potassium araw-araw. Isang avocado, magkakaroon na yan mga around 800 a uh, half avocado, 800. Okay, so dalawang avocado, 1,600. Tatlong, do, dalawang, no, one whole avocado, 1,600. Okay, two whole avocado, so 2,400. So gagawin mo po bang tatlong avocado? So magkakaroon ka ng 3,600, 3, almost 4,000 na, no? So sobra-sobra uh, na din yon. But that is also another reason why we want to get it from different kinds of sources. So green leafy vegetables, no, lahat ng mga madahon, yung mga kulay green, yun ay matataas sa potassium. Also, also we have the avocado as what we mentioned. At sa bahay naman po, we can actually just use, merong iba, I think napakita ko na sa inyo before, yung mga salt substitute. 
salt substitute. So, this salt substitute, kung titignan mo yung kanyang uh, ingredients, it is actually here. Ingredients, potassium chloride. Okay? Potassium chloride lang siya. So, uh, of course, you have to consult your doctors first kasi sa mga taong may iniinom ng gamot, say for example, yung mga potassium sparing, uh, diuretics, yung mga pampaihi like spironolac spironolactone, but pwede silang magkaroon ng potassium toxicity. Okay? So, potassium is important, pero importante na ito ay balance. Huwag matakot mag-take in as long as you are aware kung ano yung upper limit. Okay? Pero mas matakot kayo kapag sobrang baba. Because our body actually is capable of saving sodium, marunong tayong mag-conserve ng asin, pero hindi tayo marunong mag-conserve ng ating potassium sa katawan. So that's why it's really good that if you want to maintain a status quo, a steady state, no, you maintain a daily intake of a balance of about 1,500 of milligrams of sodium. So yung katumbasan yan, mga one-fourth, one four teaspoon of salt. So, kasi per teaspoon of salt, around four thousand grams yan eh. Onyx girl. So, one thousand, sorry, si Onyx girl po. Ay, hindi ka ata. Chill, 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 chill. Okay? So, one thousand, around one four teaspoon would give you mga one thousand five hundred. So, enough na po yung salt na yan. You can also have it incidental, galing po sa ibang pagkain. So, usually seafoods, mataas po yung sodium niyan. Okay? And even other root crops na meron din namang sodium. And for potassium naman, if you... This one is quite hard to find, but meron tayo. Good thing, ay, wala na dito. But we also have cream of tartar. So, cream of tartar per teaspoon of cream of tartar can give you about 500 milligrams of potassium. Okay? So, malayong-malayo pa po yung isang teaspoon ng cream of tartar para sa 3,500 na minimum requirement natin in a day. So, kung kukunin nyo ito from cream of tartar lang, so that's already actually about 7 teaspoons. So, hindi naman kailangan ganon. And especially if hindi naman ganon kagrabe yung physical activity ninyo, wala naman kayong grabing nagpapawis, o di kaya wala naman kayong uh, loose bowel movement, o pairang nagdadayaria wherein you, in, you excrete more potassium. So, just a daily dose na magkaroon lang, it's already good enough. But the most important thing, you have to know the basic symptomatology, kung ano yung symptoms kapag meron ng deficiency. Okay? So, magnesium as sodium and potassium is the most important. So, na slip of the tongue na tuloy ako sa ating third, which is magnesium. Okay? So, uh, before I proceed, nasa na yung mga ano ko dito? Ah, wala dito. So, yung potassium actually, kasi most uh, supplement in tablet form, 99 milligram lang. Okay? 99 milligram. So, kahit uminom ka pa ng liman yan, that's just 500 milligrams. Parang 1 teaspoon lang yan of cream of tartar. That's why, kapag nagta-tablet kayo, you can just take it to supplement. Pero actually, it's not enough. You have to plan your meals ahead na para mataas talaga because of course what we promote is the natural sources so uh, green leafy vegetables avocado 
certain nuts and of course no kahit yung other meat like liver or whole eggs pwedeng magkaroon din ng some degree of potassium okay upper limit we don't want to go over 5000 5000 to 6000 milligrams okay kasi over potassium did you know that potassium uh, chloride also is also the chemical that's being used sa lethal injection kasi nga because it will toxic it will intoxicate the cells no pati yung heart muscles it will stop okay pero malayong malayo po yan because low potassium hypokalemia can also have that same effect so kailangan talaga malaman natin how our body works we should be very sensitive sa katawan natin okay so low potassium is not good super high potassium is also not good so just uh just a daily uh, supplement supplementation through adequate sources no through natural sources is the best kasi yung katawan natin is so intelligent kapag nakikita niya na sobra yung kinokonsume mo okay as long as you're consuming from natural sources magsisignal yan sa either sa inyong chan na hindi na iaabsorb yung extra potassium na kinua, kinain niyo or through our kidneys it will signal our kidneys na iihi po we can urinate our extra potassium in our body kapag, kapag sumusobra na ito. So let's move on to our next most important electrolyte which is magnesium. So yung magnesium po is also an important electrolyte na nagiging deficit then over time if we are not aware where to get this. Avocado, fortunately, mataas din po sa magnesium. And also, yung isa sa mga pinaka-importanting sources nito would be nuts and seeds. Okay? Nuts and seeds. But if you are not physically active the whole day, nakaupo lang, you may, you may actually not need to supplement with magnesium. Okay? But if you've had problems like nag-fluctuate yung BP ninyo, mataas din yung BP ninyo, tapos meron ding pangihina or merong muscle pains, no? O halos wala ng energy yung, yung inyong paglalakad while doing low-carb and intermittent fasting. Also, if you have some degree of uh, mood changes, sometimes it can manifest as, as depression. Sometimes it can manifest as anxiety. And it's just because of electrolyte imbalance. So, magnesium have different uh, types, no? Merong citrate, magnesium citrate, magnesium glycinate, magnesium sulfate, magnesium oxide, maraming marami po yan, okay? In general, the one we want is the magnesium that is well absorbed by our body. Okay, so oxide and citrate, ah, uh, no, oxide may not be well absorbed, okay? So, kahit 500 milligrams pa yung magnesium mo, pero if it's oxide, you cannot actually expect na all of those 500 milligrams pupunda din sa katawan mo. Napapasok siya. Because it's uh, bioavailability. It's degree for its absorption. Ay hindi natin matansya kung gano talaga kataas yung, yung absorption natin ito. The ones with good absorption would be um, glycinate and citrate. Okay? So, glycinate and citrate, sila yung dalawang parang pinaka-most common din na available among, among supplements. Okay? But yung citrate sa iba, nagkakaroon siya ng side effect na parang nagdadayaria sila. 
your stools becomes loose, no? So, it you we can maximize this side effect para sa mga naglo-low carb na nagkakaroon ng constipation, okay? So, if constipated kayo, you can actually benefit from taking magnesium citrate by making sure that you have enough magnesium but at the same time, it helps you with your bowel movement. Pero if wala ka namang problema sa iyong bowel movement tapos sobrang soft na, eh baka magdiarrhea ka na at yung iba nagpapalpitate pa. So, you can actually um, benefit from magnesium glycinate. So, magnesium glycinate, yung effect niya more calming. Nakakapagpakalma po siya. So, it has this effect in our brain and in our hearts and in our blood pressure that it tends to lower it down. So, usual preparation niya nasa 200 milligrams. But our RDA for the day is 450 to 400 to 650 milligrams. Okay? So, yung nangyayari naman sa, sa ganito is that kung adequate naman, especially hindi naman ganun ka physically active, you might actually just uh, just take less. So, ito yung example niyan. So, usually 200 milligrams. So, this is magnesium citrate. So, ubos na din. Okay, so, but if you want natural sources, of course, you can get from uh, nuts. So, meron tayo dito. So, these are nuts, no? So, this is uh, actually a mixed nuts. Meron siyang meat floss, pero yung highlight dito is from LCF Essentials would be ma uh, almonds and then Brazilian. Meron siyang seaweed, walnut, and ano pa ba nandito? Pecan, okay? So, nuts actually. So, kahit ano lang, a handful of nuts, you can already get your potassium, your magnesium needs. Uh, one thing that you have to be aware lang is that certain people might tend to still have that inflammatory effect coming from nuts. So, you can limit it from taking two to three times a week only. Mas maganda po that we eat in varying types of food but with different nutrition or vitamin and mineral content para po mas marotate natin sila and our absorb absorptive capacity for them is maximized. Okay? So, I understand na yung pagkain natin minsan paulit-ulit lang, paulit-ulit lang, pero mas maganda if we mix up kahit yung side dish lang na paiba-iba. So, for example, chop suey ngayon, fresh salad sunod na araw, and next time, yung gulay na naman na, na yung local na vegetables, paiba-iba. Para we tend to make sure that our nutrient consumption is enough. So, with if you are taking care of your sodium from asin, your your potassium from your green leafy vegetables, avocado or cream of tartar that you can sprinkle sa yung pagkain, you are also taking care of your magnesium but eventually na feel nyo na na parang feeling mo yung dito namamanhid yung circumoral numbness, parang namamanhid yung palibot ng inyong bibig or sometimes nagkakaroon ng twitching sa muscles, you can actually look into your calcium intake, okay? Kasi yung calcium po natin, yung kanilang action ni magnesium, kapag yung magnesium mo ay mataas, okay? Pinapapasok niya si calcium papasok ng bones, okay? So yung tendency, bumababa po yung calcium sa ating katawan. And that also is related to secondary to acidification ng ating urine. Kasi when we are in ketosis, no, kapag nasa full, adapt, full fat adaptation na tayo, we are fully dependent yung energy natin, hindi na sa glucose. And ito ay dependent na sa 
ketones, okay? Although with metabolic flexibility, we can shift from glucose and ketones as a source. Pero sometimes if uh, ketones is sobrang taas and you are not physically active enough na yung ketones mo ay nag-overproduce at iniihi mo lang, to a certain degree of your electrolytes, especially calcium, ay naiihi mo din. Okay? So that's why it is important to make sure that you are also adequately eating enough enough calcium. So the problem with calcium, kasi yung alam lang natin na source of calcium usually milk, okay? And yung milk is, for us, it's uh, in our caution list kasi nga, with uh, low carb, medyo mataas yung in yung calorie coming from lactose or milk sugar na pwedeng makawala or maka-jeopardize ng ating low carb journey. Magkakaroon pa rin siya ng insulin spike. So we understand that we limit that. But meron namang ibang calcium sources. The green leafy vegetables are still high in calcium. Your eggs are still having calcium, okay? And most importantly, your meat your meat products are also very high in in uh, calcium that is enough lang para po maibalance out yung intake natin so and uh, with this no you have to make sure that you're having all of those balance and alam nyo po yung kanyang sources nito because supplementing blindly with calcium actually can also have risk like uh, with our cardiovascular risk yung heart attack hindi actually yung LDL, hindi actually yung taba sa katawan, yung tinitingnan lang. There is a more specific no, na indication of risk of heart attack and that is our calcium score. Total calcium score natin, yun yung minimeasure ka, uh, undergo ka sa isang machine para ipakita po yung CAC score ninyo. So that's calci calcification score kung titingnan kung meron ba kayong namumuo ng parang pagkakaroon ng uh, risk for heart attacks, atherosclerosis plaques sa ating blood vessels. And that is linked right now no, to consumption of calcium that are not organic sources. So, you have to look into the source of calcium ng inyong supplement if you wish to take it in supplement form. The one that are best absorbed and walang side effect is actually the calcium that is coming from milk, like cow's milk or breast milk, all that. So, meron namang supplements that are really milk-based. So, you just uh, look it up. So, meron milk-based. But if you are confused above all this, no, at napapagod na kayo, good thing meron na namang mga available ngayon ng complete electrolyte powder mixture. So, kahit anong brand lang naman, you can just find there. Although, I think right now in the Philippines, hindi pa ganun karami. But our, ano, no, yung mga, we, those uh, low-carb practitioners abroad that we look up to, actually, they have those products na usually ginagamit during, during fasting or just to supplement while you're not eating. So it's usually composed of uh, sodium, potassium, magnesium, some little amount of calcium, and also phosphorus and chloride. But all of those are somewhat generally nandun lang din sa ating pagkain. So one way to really avoid other deficiencies because other deficiencies would include vitamin D. Okay? Ano yung vitamin D? Yung vitamin D, alam natin, yun yung nakukuha kapag nagpapainit tayo sa araw, di ba? 
Pero actually, the very precursor or yung uh, pinanggalingan ng vitamin D, it's D3 na yun eh, yung activated D3. It can actually come from D2, D1, and its primary precursor is actually uh, dehydrocholesterol. Yes, yung vitamin D po ay galing sa kolesterol. So, bakit nagkaroon ng pandemic ng marami na ngayong vitamin D deficiency? Actually, ito yung sinasabi. Noon, walang, walang vitamin D deficiency way back 50 years ago. It was only discovered recently na 20 years, 30 years ago, nagkakaroon na ng rampant vitamin D deficiency. At ano ang nag-correlate dito? Actually, it was correlated during the time that a low-fat diet was also emphasized or promoted. And because low-fat diet will actually lead to people consuming less of cholesterol. And right now, so many are wrongly demonizing cholesterol. Akala nila yung cholesterol ay masama. Yung cholesterol po actually is a natural part of our body, of our of our organs. Essential po ang cholesterol for our immune function, for our vitamin production, for our hormonal production. Importante po yung cholesterol, even our repair, even our healing. Kailangan po ng cholesterol. The, the bad kind of cholesterol or lipid would be triglycerides, would be uh, very low-density lipoprotein, LDL na maliliit, or the ones that are like VLDL, kasi ito po ay sobrang mataas sa taba. But LDL that are of bigger sizes, bigger density, ito actually ay protective. Okay? So, importante po sa, importante yon that we know that because if we are not aware of those things, no, pwede tayong mag-go into low carb and also eating still low fat. And also, kapag nangyayari na, ano na lang yung kakainin mo? So, people actually sometimes wrongly, wrongly consider low carb as low calorie. So, the other common deficiencies actually is related to that. The improper low carb. So, other vitamins that are lacking would be vitamin C, vitamin D, okay? B, B vitamins, especially thiamine. Okay, so those are essential nutrients na supposedly nakakuha with increased intake of animal proteins, especially fatty animal proteins like, like beef, pork, even seafoods, chicken, whole, whole chicken uh, na preparations with skin kung pwede lang kasi hindi tayo kailangan matakot sa cholesterol. Although, we are not saying that you will drink oil on an unlimited basis. Hindi sa ganon. Okay? Because all of the other nutrient deficiency will be addressed by just doing low-carb, non-nutritious, prioritizing proteins. The type of protein is important. So, don't be afraid to eat fish, to eat chicken, to eat beef, to eat lamb, to eat pork chops, hindi kayo kailangan matakot. Okay? Imagine sa isang itlog per egg, no? Nagkakaroon lang yan ng 6 grams of protein. At ang kailangan pong protein ng tao at minimum, no, for a 70 kilogram man, minimum is also 70 grams. So, kung sa itlog lang kukunin, actually, kakailanganin ng around, what, 11 or 12 egg whites 
para lang makuha yung protein intake natin na kailangan. Kung sa beef naman, for example, since per beef, no, around, ano yan, around mga 25 to 25 to 30% of that is made of protein. So, for example, one-fourth kilo ng beef, no, one-fourth kilo, eh, 250 yan. Uh, actually, ang protein part niyan dyan is nasa 60 to 70, 60 to 70 grams lang. So, one-fourth kilo of that, pwede-pwede enough yun for your daily allowance. But ano ba yung nakasanayan natin? Sometimes yung one-fourth kilo, iahatiin pa natin yan sa lahat. Of course, we understand the concept of economy. Pero sa totoo lang, if we just think of that, kakainin mo yan, but just in three times a day or with snacks pa, especially with a high-carb meal, that is not satisfying. But if you eat only one or two times a day, no, but nutrient-dense foods, you will actually experience na madali ka nang mabusog. Madali na po kayong masatisfy. So, with prioritizing proteins, you are actually addressing also the need for B vitamins and also even your need for vitamin D, E, K, and A. Okay? So, A, D, E, and K, ADEC po yan. ADEC. A, D, E, and K are actually lipid-soluble vitamins. So, ito po yung mga importante. At ito po ay pwede rin maging source of deficiency ng mga taong naglo-low-carb ng hindi tama. You are actually leading your body to experience malnourishment kapag hindi nyo ito ninourish. So, what are the signs of that? Hair fall, scaling of skin, dryness of skin, okay? Sobra-sobrang payat pero wala namang energy. So, yun yung iba eh. Merong, I think, merong mga comic yan. Parang nag, yung mga nag-gumagawa nag ng videos to make fun of different types of diet. So, they actually put the ones who are doing keto diet who are very, um, very thin, walang energy, mabaho because of keto breath, and also may brain fog, medyo lutang. And that is what we know as the wrong way to do it because they are just prioritizing too much fats without the appropriate amount of proteins, especially the vitamins and minerals, okay? Kasi yung problem, say for example, ano bang possible ng keto. So, for example, pwede kang mabuhay ng isang coffee lang na merong butter at saka merong all-purpose cream at meron pang MCT oil. So, those are actually very, very high in fats with almost zero carbohydrates and baka meron lang one or two grams of protein dyan coming from the butter. But the calorie contents of that, so one tablespoon, for example, of butter, one tablespoon of all-purpose cream, one tablespoon then of your MCT oil. So that's actually around 45, no? 45 grams of, of fats. And 45 times 9, so magkano yan? Around mga 405. So 400 calories actually just coming from fats but walang vitamins and minerals. So that is also not a balanced nutrition, not a balanced nourishment, okay? So that's why if you want to really improve your health, you may, you may actually just consider doing low carb or if you wish to continue doing keto just on a short period of time, hindi yung forever. For those who are confused, no? Yung, yung keto po, eh, nagpa-prioritize ng calories of your food intake up to 75% ng calories mo in a day coming from fats. 
So if you have 75% coming from fats, your carbohydrates is 5%, that will only leave you 20% coming from proteins. And if you are not careful, especially with, with when you're doing keto, medyo nag-iba na yung appetite natin, hindi na tayo ganun kagana. So you will actually tend to not even fully consume those 20% of proteins. And on certain occasion, like for example, on cancer patient or certain or epilepsy na very indicated talaga yung keto diet, pwede naman. But make sure that the physical activity is not that it's not that big or else pwede po magkaroon ng muscle loss so so sa iba na nako-confuse no na merong nagsasabi na naka na, na, na hindi nakakalit to muscle loss yung fasting hindi nakakalit to muscle loss yung low carb hindi naman po talaga only if you are nourishing well enough during your refeeding window during your eating window you really have to eat well or else, pwede kang pumayat ng pumayat, pero yung nawawala, yung nawawala sa'yo is yung muscle mass mo and not really your fats, okay? And when we, when it comes to weight loss, it's actually insignificant. What is important is kung ano yung body composition mo. Kasi kahit pa payat ka na, pero yung muscle mass mo ay deficient and yung body fat percentage mo ay mataas pa din, so actually that is not a very good thing. What we want is a good uh, weight with a good amount of proteins and lean body mass sa katawan mo. So these, the, most, uh, the most common um, vitamins that are deficient in addition to electrolytes natin. No? So electrolytes, ito yung may mga charge na usually uh, related to our cellular function. Okay? And mind you, the minerals are not minerals or electrolytes are not apparent on your laboratory. Pwedeng-pwede po na kulang kayo sa potassium and magnesium, pero yung labas ng inyong laboratory result ay normal pa din. This is because what we tell you, that potassium and magnesium are mainly intracellular electrolytes or intracellular minerals. Your body will do its best to balance or neutralize the level in your intravascular space. Okay? So, in simple words, yung katawan po natin, gusto niya nakatama yung balance yung nakikita sa dugo natin kung saan yung kinukuha during blood test. But it doesn't mean that normal level is equivalent sa loob ng nasa cells where it is more important. Okay? So, not to scare everyone, other people who are wrongly doing keto, especially jumping in right there and then without preparation, is actually risking their lives more. It's because of dehydration and electrolyte dehydration, especially potassium, that can be fatal. Okay, so that's why we recommend when you do it, you do it right the first time. So yes, increasing muscle mass is very important. And one way to do that is really increasing your protein intake, maximizing your protein intake, especially if you are physically active okay the more physically active you are the more you want to prioritize your proteins although hindi naman sinasabi na hindi ka nakakain ng iba puro proteins na lang so generally if you can have your carbohydrates from 5 to 10% so even if we put it at 10% yung 90% ng inyong calories for a day no you can actually divide it into fats and proteins and kahit pa 50-50 sila 45% 45% by vision 
by picture, no? Kapag visually, parang mas marami yung proteins. It's because yung fats nga is more energy dense. An example would be, dalawang tablespoon lang po, okay? Dalawang tablespoon lang ng, ng butter, okay? Yung katumbas na niyan ay halos mga, ano na, isang buong isda na. Okay? Isang buong isda na when it comes to calorie content. Okay? So, yun pa lang, makikita natin that protein is medyo mas compact siya, mas malaman, pero overall, konti lang yung calories niya. Ang maganda sa protein, it will increase your, your insulin but not too high, stable increase in insulin, at hindi rin ito biglang babagsak. As compared to, for example, to sugar and carbohydrates, yung pagtaas ng insulin po is sobrang pataas and then bagsak agad. Okay? But with Proteins, actually, it will increase steadily and then just midway and then hinay-hinay po. That's why it's good to have your proteins mostly during the day and kapag nagdi-dinner na po kayo, make it still light but make it protein-rich, okay? So just a chicken breast, okay? Pero if you don't have problem naman with regulating your blood sugar, then a usual light dinner of green salad may also do. But for those who want to stabilize their blood sugar, especially yung mga meron pa mga maintenance na gamot, you might want to make sure na hindi po nagpa-fluctuate yung inyong blood sugar. Kasi sometimes, if you are already starving while you are sleeping, pwede po yung mag-lead to, to tinatawag nating mga dawn phenomenon or somogi effect na kung saan nagko-compensate sa umaga na sobrang pagtaas ng sugar. Because your blood sugar while you're asleep is not steady. And one way to make that steady actually is to add more proteins in your meal. Add more proteins in in ano ha, in the quality but not in quantity. Meaning, mas maganda pa rin, matulog na ang tiyan natin ay medyo hindi ganon kabigat when it comes to content. Okay? So to recap, the minerals that are mostly deficient is the sodium, potassium, and then for physically active, to some extent, magnesium. And for those who are chronically taking magnesium but not enough calcium, pwede rin magkaroon ng calcium deficiency. For the vitamins naman, we have B vitamins, we have the A, uh, vitamin B1, B2, B3, B6, B12. But with protein intake, it can easily be covered. Next would be the lipid-soluble vitamins, vitamin A, D, E, and K. Yun din po ay makukuha with just eating enough good fats sa mga pagkain natin. Egg yolks, uh, avocado is still good, uh, butter, especially grass-fed, and kahit uh, organ meats like liver, and also kahit taba ng baboy, to wag lang, in moderation lang naman din. Okay, wag lang yung sobra-sobra. Vitamin C might also become deficient, especially if nasusobrahan tayo ng all meat Okay, but walang masyadong other green leafy vegetables or you can just add lemon. Okay, that's a good source of vitamin C. And other green leafy vegetables and peppers, red peppers, yellow peppers, those especially, what else? Yung mga sili, herbs and spices, even turmeric, ginger, those are good spices to add up to our needs for for uh, essential vitamins and trace minerals. Others would include selenium, zinc, and chlorine. Oh no, 
uh, clo ano ngayon carnitine rather so carnitine so yon ay mawawala kapag hindi kayo kumakain ng enough especially of the animal meat products for those naman who are vegetarian or practicing vegan it can still be accommodated but it might be quite an extra challenge kasi yung bioavailability ng mga pagka ng mga vitamins and minerals na ito sa ating katawan might be different when it comes to plant-based proteins. It's uh, science have shown no na yung ating absorption absorptive capacity ng ating katawan is actually better if the sources are also animal sources kasi tayo naman talaga ay animals naman. And one last thing na usually na giging deficit then would be iron. But the deficit, the iron deficit is mostly for those who are avoiding red meat. Kasi we understand na marami na ngayon nagpa-practice ng low-carb. Pero hindi pa rin mawala-wala sa kanila ang fear of red meats and organ meats. So usually, they're doing mostly green leafy vegetables, non-starchy vegetables which are good. But sometimes, their only source of protein are egg whites and white meat like fish and chicken. And fish and chicken are good sources of proteins but they are not good sources of iron. And if we don't eat a lot of red meats or liver, organ meats or uh, beef and pork, no, yung pinaka-red talaga, kung pwede kalabaw, kung yung iba kumakain ng kabayo, sabi nga ng friend natin na si Marty Kendall, pati kangaroo meat in Australia, are also red meat that are very, very good source of iron. So if you don't take those, you might also lead into iron deficiency anemia. So yun yung ayaw natin. So as we, before we end, let's check kung meron tayong kailangan ma-answer ng mga questions dito. Hello everybody, Sir Jazzy. Potassium mostly. Ay, other source of potassium which is by highly bioavailable is of course our favorite coconut sap tuba vinegar okay so it's very high in potassium also so you can have that so ako usually yung gusto ko kumakain ako ng kimchi tapos yung kimchi since medyo maalat siya for me nilalagyan ko pa siya ng extra vinegar kasi mahilig talaga ako sa maasim so extra potassium din yan okay so magnesium is most absorbed with B6 B12 together so yes may mga merong masilang absorptive that they help absorption of each other and uh, while the others naman are competing their absorption. So for example, yung calcium, magnesium, maraming ganyan no, na tablet form na complete na siya, calcium, magnesium, and zinc. Sometimes calcium, magnesium, and D3. Actually, maganda naman siya, pero the maximum that you can consume there when it's taken together, it's just around 150 milligrams of magnesium. Kasi nag, nagko-compete sila ni, pot, ni calcium sa receptor site. Okay, so that's why usually as much as possible, you can take magnesium uh, isolated or in a more soluble form. So one of my favorite, it's a gift from a friend, this one, uh, it's um, mineral drops. So mostly, meron siyang magnesium ng 190 milligrams per 1 ml of this. And also, meron potassium, konti lang, 50 milligrams. And also, meron ding sodium, kakaunti lang din, 5 milligrams. Although, it's good naman na kinontian lang yung sodium. Otherwise, yung sodium, madali lang naman kasi makuha eh. It's just available in all of our kitchen. It's just there. Other sodium source pala for those who have 
uh, hyperacidity or sometimes yung mga hindi pa nakatry mag-fasting. So, you can also use a pinch of baking soda. Huwag lang damihan, konti lang naman. Okay? So, baking soda, it is sodium bicarbonate and it can neutralize your your stomach acid. So, usually in a, a glass of 500 ml, for example, of water, so a pinch of salt, a pinch of baking soda, and a teaspoon of potassium, you can already get your around 25 to 30% of your electrolyte needs for the day. Okay? So, citrate pala ang needed ko, but parang need ko din ng makalma, Doc. Pwede ba ang dalawa? So, pwede naman. You can take in... Magnesium citrate, for example, uh, during your first meal, and you can use uh, magnesium glycinate at night, okay, para mas makalma ka. Maganda sila ipag-pair up ng melatonin because it will really make you sleep like a baby. So what else? Kapag po ba hindi makahinga, well, nakahiga is because of obesity, I'm weighing 98 kilograms. So usually, meron tayo, ah, kasi ENT tayo eh. So meron, ay, wala dito. Um, where is that? So, uh, yes, uh, that could be related to your upper airway. Because you are when you are already overweight, usually we have excess skin, excess uh, tissues, especially in our throat. So, kapag nakahiga tayo, our tongue, yung dila natin, can actually block our airway. So, that's why kapag hindi pa, I know, no, I trust that you can lose weight anytime soon. But one way to make sure that you will not lose breath while you're sleeping is to sleep sideways. Okay? Matulog ng sideways. Sometimes, if sobrang hirap talaga, there is what there is a device as what we call a CPAP. So, it's a positive airway pressure device para matulungan huminga. But the best way to do it is to do it the natural, most efficient way, which is actually lose weight, okay? And with that, I invite you, I hope you can join our masterclass this coming Sunday. We are going to launch na the second uh, tranche of our masterclass. Hypertension is another class, and another class would be obesity and weight loss, so that you can journey together sustainably for 21 days. Malalaman nyo, ideally, kung ano yung root cause nito, and how to address it, and how to overcome it, and how to maintain your good health thereafter. So, combination... Brazilian nuts, avocado is enough for magnesium duck. Also taken 500 milligrams of magnesium. Actually, sa 500 milligrams of magnesium mo, sobra na enough na yan. So, Brazilian nuts, kahit tatlo lang daw. And avocado, okay lang naman. As long as natural sources, actually, your tendency to over in, to, for over intake of these supplements are very low. Kasi when, the, when it's taken in natural sources, madali po siyang nasi-screen ng ating katawan na kapag sumobra na po, eh, hindi lang niya i-absorb or i-excrete lang niya. But if we are taking it in tablet form, in supplement form, those are having high risk of toxicity, kung baga. But generally, just know your limit. So with magnesium, 400 to 600 milligrams, and with its, uh, yung kanyang, ano naman, ratio with calcium is 1 is to 2. Diba? Remember nyo kanina, yung sodium to potassium is 1 is to 3, yung magnesium naman to calcium episode every Saturday you can ask there because uh, we can be very busy na in the coming months but you will dedicate our time every Saturday for our live uh, Q&A with our master class group so we have 
okay to pulverize tablet form of magnesium, mix it with electrolyte drink. Generally, that is okay unless for if of those specific kind na nagsasabi talaga, do not crash, do not pulverize, okay? But otherwise, somewhat generally, they are the same, okay? Hello, Doc. Okay lang po ba mag-take pa rin ng Centrum while nag-low carbs? Okay lang naman. I'm not against any uh, medicine. Especially if yung isang purpose kasi ng multivitamins, it's like security blanket eh. Kaya yung parang ayoko na mag-isip. Ang dami, uh, I'm not sure if tama na yung kinain ko. But I will take multivitamins just to be sure. So, okay lang yan. Before, if you've asked me three years ago, sasabihin ko sa'yo, walang study indicating that importante yung, uh, yung vitamins, uh, multivitamins to take in. Kasi yun naman talaga yung totoo. But I have this uh, new knowledge, especially with the other um, scientists and researchers that I looked up to, yun yung sabi nila. I'd rather risk my patient daw, na iihin niya na lang yung extra peso, extra centavo na binili niya ng multivitamins. Okay? Kasi yung sobra, madali lang na mainihi. One, one basic uh, scenario would be whenever you take vitamin C, Mamaya-maya lang iihi mo, color yellow na. Okay? So, those are just indication that you're actually consuming more than you need during that time. Most vitamin C is 500 milligrams. Pero yung katawan actually natin, RDA is just 50. So, actually, just uh, taking multivitamins, nandun na lahat. So, that's why it's okay. But when you take multivitamins, just take it during your eating window para maging part siya ng inyong food, okay? But it's also not necessary, especially if you are planning your meals very well and you are rotating your foods, varying kinds of foods, so that, so that you are taking enough vitamins and minerals. Although I understand, nasa panahon ngayon, everybody is in RDA, recommended daily allowance. But by nature, our body is actually very adapted to seasonal consumption of certain vitamins and minerals. So, kayang-kaya ng katawan natin. As long as hindi lang chronic na sobrang tagal na wala kang ginakain ganito or nagiging deficient ka sa ganyan. But electrolytes, by nature, we really need to take them on a day-to-day -day basis kasi noon, yung electrolytes po, nakukuha lang natin sa ating water. Our water before are natural mineralized water. But ngayon, purified, distilled, very clean, all those, and it's good. Hindi na tayo nagkakaroon ng diarrhea or food poisoning or whatever. Pero, pwede tayong magkaroon ng mineral deficiency. Okay? So, merong others dito. I think that's it. Uh, we'll try to see this. Medyo mahaba. Please give light on depleting effects of magnesium and sodium and sodium depleting potassium in return. They said what is the proper proportion uh, on a daily basis by people who do not have kidney problems. I also ask your opinion. The potassium is more probably tested via RBC potassium without tourniquet as opposed to serum potassium. Mas nalalaman daw kasi ng unbound potassium via RBC kesa serum potassium lab. So, pwede naman yan. But those uh, lab results may not be uh, that common for in general. Kailangan siyang specify. So, that's why as a doctor actually, we recommend looking into clinical signs and symptoms. Okay? We treat the patient the symptoms and not the lab results. Lab results may just be there to confirm your diagnosis or for you to assess, no? Kung ano yung nangyayari, but generally, the basic signs and symptoms is the more significant when it comes to assessment. So, with proportion, yun po in general, one is to three. 
sodium to potassium, one is to one is to two so magnesium to calcium. And then kung ilalagay mo naman, kasi gusto mo, no, sodium, uh, magnesium to sodium to potassium. So, so sodium natin is around 1.5, yung magnesium natin 400 to 600. So, pwede kang magsasabi na 1 magnesium, 2 potassium, and then 6, 6, uh, uh, 1 magnesium, 2 sodium, uh, 1 sodium, 2 potassium, uh, one sodium, one magnesium, two sodium, and then six potassium. Okay, sige. Para i ano natin. Again, if in milligrams form, roughly 400 to 600. So, average na natin. 500 milligrams ng magnesium. Okay, 1,500 milligrams ng sodium. So, one is to three play yun. And then, 3,500 to 4,500 of potassium. So, that's three pa din. So, one, three, nine. So, so kung gano'n, no, if you base it from from magnesium as 1. 1 magnesium, 3 sodium, 9 potassium. Okay? But of course, no, kidney function and other medications because so, potassium can also lead to toxicity. And one way to check if you're having enough, if you have good functioning, especially with your muscles. Walang muscle cramps, walang pamumulikat, walang muscle weakness, walang muscle pains able to trek, able to walk, able to jumping jack, able to do whatever you need to do without feeling tired and exhausted easily. Okay? So, maraming salamat po. I know, medyo marami pa. But I hope you can all join with our masterclass. Nag-break po tayo for one week as we finish the diabetes masterclass. But don't worry. All of our masterclass will be available for as long as we can. Hopefully, at least no minimum of one year. Pwede pwede po yung pasukan. Pwede pwede mag-enroll in case you still have questions. Kahit tapos na yung live episode, yung live class of that specific masterclass, of that specific disease, we will still be there to assist you and and help you with your journey. So this coming masterclass, as susunod, we have hypertension and obesity and weight loss. In the coming weeks, we will do autoimmune diseases, kidney problems, thyroid problems, fertility, cancer, and tumors, and many more. I hope you can join. For all of you who wish to know, log on to our page. It is www.wellnessbygracemd.com slash 21 dash day dash LCF dash masterclass. Maraming salamat po. I hope you are able to learn something today. And if you still have questions, feel free to join our group's low-carb feasting and fasting community for questions. And ang ating mga amazing admins and moderators will be there to assist you. And for those naman who wish to join our masterclass, Here's our video for that. Goodbye. See you this Friday, guys. Maraming salamat. It's like 99% of the people in the world. We are brainwashed that sugar is okay. Sugar can be eaten as part of the dietary guidelines. However, we should think twice. Hi, my name is Dr. Josephine Grace Rojo, also known as Your Diet Doctora. I have written books mainly focusing on health and wellness. So this coming June, we are going to conduct an LCF Masterclass, a low-carb and fasting masterclass. But this time, it will be different because we will tackle 12 kinds of the most common lifestyle diseases na pwedeng pwede po natin ma-improve 
using only natural remedies and of course the knowledge on nutrition and incorporation of fasting. So ano po ang i-expect natin sa 21 days LCF masterclass? So each disease ay magkakaroon po ng kanyang sariling private group sa Facebook. At kapag naka-enroll na at natapos ang registration process ng isang participant, siya po ay magiging member ng isang exclusive group and at the same time exclusive community na ito. For the next 21 days, magkakaroon ng available na 20 to 25 minutes of video na merong learning. At meron din itong kasabay na habit-forming activities and exercises. So that pagkatapos po sa 21 days ng bawat sakit ay hindi lang po magiging equipped sa knowledge yung participant when it comes to disease prevention, kung paano posibleng pigilan, kung paano ito pwedeng maiwasan, and lastly, kung paano ito pwedeng maiavoid. So, our first disease is actually on diabetes. So, yung diabetes po ay yung pagtaas ng blood sugar ng abnormal na level sa tao at ito po ay nagkakaroon ng maraming komplikasyon tulad ng sakit sa kidneys, sakit sa puso, pagtaas ng kolesterol. Diabetes is basically destroying all aspect, all organs of the human body. And with this 21-day masterclass, we aim to provide you with the knowledge, yung kaalaman, at of course, the practice and also the confidence na pwede pong simulan ang ating lifestyle change ng safe and natural for us to attain good health. And remember, our ultimate goal ay hindi lang po basta optimum health, but also longevity. Ang longevity po ay maa-attain na kahit sa katandaan o advanced age, we still have the energy. Meron pa rin tayong stamina at lakas tulad ng kabataan. So I hope to see you in our upcoming masterclass. And if you wish to know more, meron na pong details sa video na ito. And I hope that you will be a part of this community na hindi na po matatapos in the coming 21 days. But it is going to be a long-term support group para po sa mga sakit na ito. See you!